Hi, this is Bella. I made a podcast every week about the random thoughts I have during my shower. Hi, everyone. I finally finished my exam, and I'm now ready to graduate. It actually feels very surreal, and yeah, a lot of thoughts came up during this time, and. I'm just trying to reflect on my whole study journey, like how I've entered the institution of education when I was only three, and now I'm 21 very soon, and I'm graduating. This whole journey has been so crazy, and I don't know. I just feel like I have a lot of thoughts about this, but I'm not ready to share with you guys yet. So I'm just kind of like gathering my thoughts. Hopefully, I'll put together. An episode that's related to this topic, but yeah, today's topic is slightly irrelevant to my thoughts right now and not relating to my personal life. This week, we're going to talk about a very interesting concept, which is measure.、Um, this is a theory that's created by Taymor in Not Overthinking podcast, which of course is. One of the few podcasts that I've listened to and always finds interesting insights. So measure, measure is a theory that's about how we spend our time and money. In this podcast, I'm going to、um, focus on money rather than time. His theory builds on two main blocks, two main concepts: measure and magnitude. So let me give you an example. For example, when you're going out on a date,、um, having a really nice meal, that is an activity that is of high magnitude but low measure. What it means is that that meal would provide you with like a really short burst of high value, like happiness, great food, but it's it only lasts for a very short time. So. Um, you won't experience the same level of happiness later because, you know, after you finish that meal, then you are no longer able to to enjoy that again. So that's、um, an activity that's high magnitude but low measure. On the contrary, a high measure but low magnitude、um, thing would be, for example,、um, purchasing. A nice pair of socks, because wearing like a really nice pair of socks would only give us very little value compared to、um, having a nice dinner. But in fact, it occurs over time because you use the pair of socks over time. You can actually derive a lot more value from using it over and over again. And since these Um, things or these events provides us with recurring value that makes it more valuable and makes your purchase a lot more worth it. And so he is essentially saying that this theory is a way of counteracting our pre-existing bias towards valuing magnitude rather than measure. And so we should start thinking about purchasing things that are of higher measure. Although lower magnitude, and it would helps us in general improve our life. And the reason why I'm suddenly interested in sharing this measure theory is because one of my favorite top that I own is deteriorating in its quality, 
in the sense that it loses its elasticity and stretchiness, and I blame it for its value. And of course, it's because it's fast fashion, and it kind of rings a bell and makes me reflect on this high measure theory. Yeah, but actually, you know, this top, I've been wearing it for almost a year, and I think a year is a reasonable amount of time considering it's fast fashion. And then I discuss with my mom how young people really like fast fashion, and we're always pursuing the trendiest things. And since the fashion trend always changes, it's very reasonable and normal for young people. To purchase fast fashion and buy things that are of high magnitude but low measure. On the other hand, for older people, like people are no longer teenagers, they don't really care about like fast fashion and they don't really care about fashion trends. And so perhaps they would be investing in things that are a lot more durable and maybe sustainable. Although this is like kind of related to the purchasing power of that individual, and you know how money can influence decision making when it comes to purchasing things, and so it's one of the reasons to explain. But at the same time, I feel like apart from the fact that older people perhaps have higher purchasing power, it also links back to this measure theory because when you purchase an item and you expect it. To wear it not very often and just makes it lie around in your closet for a long time and maybe wear a few times because sometimes you feel like it's trendy. Then I guess it's something that you won't expect to be investing and you won't expect it to be a thing that's high measure and so you won't follow the logic in this high measure theory and you won't. Buy an expensive version of that, but at the same time, I was wondering whether if we purchase things that are a lot more expensive, let's say, if we're purchasing a top that we could have bought in like ten dollars, but we buy it in like thirty dollars, would that make a difference? Would that make us buy fewer pieces of clothing, and therefore following the high measure, the high measure theory? I'm not really sure about that, but what I'm sure is that consumerism and capitalism is definitely playing a huge, huge role in this whole fast fashion thing, and it just creates this habit of constantly purchasing new things, and of course, feeding into a lot more、um, environmental pollution issues. I guess this makes、um, buying fast fashion. A kind of high magnitude, low measure purchasing habit, because when you buy things, it really gives you that kind of instant gratification, having that instant burst of satisfaction when you buy those piece of clothing that you like. But at the same time, when you're really buying it and bringing it back home. Um, it's lying around in the closet, and it would no longer give you the same kind of satisfaction when you wear it. And to be honest, when you wear it, knowing that it's a good piece of clothing, it still doesn't really give you that kind of happiness and satisfaction compared to buying it. Because you know, every piece of clothing you buy it because you think it would look good on you. So, I guess that kind of 
surge of happiness is not that great and that's why I guess the value of purchasing clothes lies in the moment when you buy it rather than the moment when you wear it if that makes sense and then for people like my mom who are older and no longer cares about fast fashion trends and don't really purchase from fast fashion brands I guess they are opting for this low magnitude high measure thing because when they purchase clothes they look at their durability their texture rather than the um i don't know the style or the trend stuff like that so when these people purchase an item they would make sure this piece of clothing had nice fabric it's going to last for a long time and because this piece of clothing is going to last for a long time they're going to wear it over and over again and every time when they wear it the experience of them wearing it is going to be really nice it's a positive experience even though the texture only makes a slight difference when wearing it the fact that it makes them feel very comfortable when they wear it that is when it provides that high measure value to them but because young people are often bounded by a lot of factors for example their purchasing power is not that great and they don't really have that um, care for sustainability or durability and at the same time perhaps at that moment fast fashion really matters a lot to them that's why it's kind of difficult for um, some people especially teenagers to opt for low magnitude high measure items when it comes to purchasing clothes but it appears to me that one aspect people really are able to conform to this high measure paradigm it is the smartphones you know people line up for a long time just to buy an apple iphone and even though the apple iphone is so expensive people would still buy it and to justify their purchase by making excuses for this um, impulse purchase and this act of following the trend they usually would come up with excuses like oh i'm gonna use it all the time it's good quality and because their function is so good my expensive purchase would pay off in long term and their value would accumulate as i use it every day this is exactly what's captured in the high measure theory but people don't really realize it in other aspects of their life and would not make such justification when it comes to purchasing expensive ordinary items another example that i could think of is stationery you know how pens and pencils can really have its price doubled when it comes to really nice quality stationery I do remember when I was still at school in primary and secondary school, some of my classmates really invest in their stationery and their parents would really buy those expensive, really nice quality pencils and pens for them just because they would use it every day and they feel like it would make a difference to their studies because you know how we have to always write very quickly when it comes to writing essays and during exams if you have really nice pen that would probably help you write a bit faster and write smoothly and maybe it would really make a difference so investing in a nice piece of um, stationery would actually be a high measure purchase for those who are still students perhaps you feel like 
purchasing more expensive dictionary is not that difficult or is not really an uncomfortable concept. Do you know why? It's because they're relatively cheap, even though it's good quality. Like even though you buy these really nice pens, it may only cost you I don't know like only twenty dollars, twenty Hong Kong dollars, and maybe two to three U.S. dollars. It's relatively cheap compared to investing in a good quality pair of shoes, and so it doesn't make people uncomfortable when it comes to buying that item. And so it's easier for people to invest in them, and therefore getting that high measure value from it. Some other obvious and reasonable high measure items that people should really invest would probably be like skincare products, shoes, glasses. These are items that are relatively reasonable because you use it every day, and people just generally have this culture of being okay with purchasing. These items with a slightly higher price and still feel good about it. So let me give you some items that I recommend investing in that would make you slightly uncomfortable. For example, a kitchen bin. It is an example from the Not Overthinking podcast. One of them actually invested in a really fancy、um, kitchen bin that I don't know if it's automated, but. They're very satisfied with their purchase and feel like this is an item that is of high measure. And perhaps you can consider purchasing an expensive kitchen bin because it would only make a slight difference. But because this slight difference would accumulate over time, it would really gives you that high value and makes your purchase worth it. Another item that I would personally recommend is buying a nice clock. This comes from the mistake that I have made very recently. I used to have a really nice clock, but after using it for I guess almost twenty years, because I think I have this clock since I was born, and so this clock ultimately dies, and we have to replace it. And so because it actually just went run out of battery and dies, and you can't really replace it with a battery, I think. So we had to get like a new one quickly, and so the other day when we we're just shopping on the street, and my mom and I just saw a clock, and it's really cheap. So I guess we ended up buying it because we really needed one, and we don't really have the time to hunt for a nice clock anyways. So we just bought it, and it's only around I guess less than fifty dollars, less than fifty Hong Kong dollars. So around、um, seven to eight U.S. dollars, and then when we bring it home, we realize it it's a really really bad clock. Let me just tell you how bad it is. This clock has this、um, dark brown, dark grayish kind of color as its background with、uh, the words in white, but somehow it's not really obvious, and it's kind of difficult to read the clock to read the numbers from the distance. At the same time, the clock doesn't really have a nice、um, rack that is able to hold the clock up to a nice angle, and so we kind of have to use some other things to help tilt the clock to the right angle, so that when we read the clock, it won't reflect the lights、um, on the ceiling. 
And then the hands of the clock is also problematic because somehow it's in like a really ambiguous、um, length, and it's difficult to read which one is pointing for the hour and which one is pointing towards the minutes. It's just a really bad clock in general, and that's when I realize the power of the high measure paradigm, and we should all invest. In things that we use very often, because that would make our lives a lot easier. And lastly, I guess the takeaway is that when you're purchasing an item, just think about it: whether you're going to use it every single day, or whether it's going to just lie around at home and let it dust. Because if that item is ultimately going to be used very often, then perhaps you can consider really investing it because. Like an iPhone, it would ultimately pay off with its frequency and its durability and its functions. So why not, if you can afford it?